0: He's in the tugboat, back again. Alright, tugboat back in the harbor after a long voyage at sea. I've just been just aging like Cheddar does, you know, working on uh, just aging and getting like tastier and. He's getting a little mold, though. He's getting a little mold. we we'll are have to cut that off as he ages. Yeah, yeah. It's not a big deal. It's like a haircut for cheese. Yeah. You know, you just, you grow some mold. You cut it off. Just a cheese cut. Just, just a sharp, sharp little cheese cut. Sharp cheese cutter. <laughs> um, yeah, so we just, we, we've been, been a little busy. Got a lot of stuff in the works. We've been uh, moving into our, our new home. Yeah, that was, uh, you know, a lot of boxes
1: packing unpacking just busy time uh, organizing which I hate to do and then you always find like the box of like your public school accomplishments and you go through all of those and take a take a long walk
0: down memory lane and, and you're kind of like I thought I did better than this but then you're also like whoa I did I did a lot better in other areas that I that I thought or you, I sucked at so you read like compositions that you wrote and you're like
1: why? Why would you write this? Everyone dies at the end of your stories. Every time.
0: I found, like, one time cleaning out my place back home, I found, like, six or seven songs that I wrote. Like, all different genres. Like, I'm like, I'm gonna I'm gonna write a song for every genre here. Uh, and, like, some of them were just, like, total focus on that genre. Like, had no meaning to me whatsoever. It was just like, what would this song, like, say? Wait. Wait.
1: So when you say that you wrote a song, does it like you wrote the song and it has a musical
0: aspect to it or you just wrote lyrics? Oh, I just wrote lyrics. But so, I had a tune in mind. Okay. You know, it's not like I just like wrote words and went, Oh yeah, if uh It would be phenomenal if you could like put those out there. I have them here, but uh You should get
1: find whatever tune. They might you're find for. their new
0: home. Some of it's very personal though. Uh, a okay. little teenage little teenage angst. Nice. Um old, old cheese's teenage dance. Troubled cheese <laughs> the Troubled Cheese years, Yeah. The young cheese. Life was No mold. Life was stinky, man. <laughs> um so I found that. And then I found one from like kindergarten and it was like very simple exercise and it was like a, a circle and you had to draw a smiley face, like your emotion inside the circle, like a face. And I had one that was happy, and it's like I am happy when, and then it was like ba 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 ba, and then it was like I am sad when, and it's like two dots, like a upside down whatever for the frown. But then yeah. just, I drew the tears, not <laughs> not like not like I murdered several people in prison. Tattooed tears, but like just sad, and it's like I am sad when my brother beats me up, and I was just like almost cried, <laughs> looking at this thing from kindergarten. I'm like, <laughs> did did social services Never get a hold of this? Like that seems like a cry for help, I, or anything. I, I, I drew it on the circle. I <laughs> think it was a literal. Um, like teachers, like, would they not like go? Uh, and then I don't know. Back then, they're probably like, oh yeah, boys, boys. boys. <laughs> Um, I'm okay. Uh, <laughs> I survived. I was like, "Way to go, kindergarten, Kevin! You just trooped on. You made it. You made it." Wait, did I just say my name? No, I didn't. Cheese. Cheese. Oh, cheese! Uh, just. It's funny because we just talked. about that. <laughs> Not revealing identities. So, so yeah.
1: So yeah, we moved. Um, memory lane. Spent a lot of time. Really ate up the hours, the minutes, the weeks.
0: Uh, apparently, months also. Yeah, I, she spent a lot of overnights not working on it, just at his actual job. Yeah, that's a new development.
1: Cheese new jobs. He's a busy man. He's got a lot of personal commitments and whatnot going on in his life. Uh, the tugboat, busy as usual. Keeps on trucking, boating, tugging, keeps on tugging, keeps on tugging. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> boating, boating, um. drifting, listing, he lists. He just lists in the harbor, slips slip, from slip, room to room, slip slide, slip, slip to slip, tug room. it down!
0: <laughs> tug it on, lift <laughs> uh, my anchor, gonna go to sea, tug it down! <laughs> just list.
1: <laughs> uh, so yeah, we, we moved, we have a new home, uh, we spent a lot of time decorating our home, you, know, you gotta get the right art for the right room, check the lighting. Uh, I really like the wallpaper choice. <laughs> It's uh, it's white like asylum white, like, just mo- like a mozzarella. <laughs> yeah, I would say it's brighter than that. It's probably more. I, uh, I really, uh, that was a bad move. I shouldn't have done that. Bright white. What is <laughs> what is something that's bright like refrigerator white? No, like actual light, like just blinding
0: like, light, like visual
1: the spectrum all at once, yeah. white light. Mm-hmm.
0: Like uh, I feel like
1: if I would have said darker, we could have we could have delved into like eggshells and like. Lily.
0: Yeah. Like, like, Shaneus White from the WWE.
1: That's exactly the color (laughs) that the background is. That's what we'll call it. (laughs) Shaneus White. (laughs) Shaneus White. And block lettering just to accentuate stuff. Um, but yeah, so we moved to our new home. Um, it's called www.thetugboat.ca It's a Canadian site. Um,
0: Whoa. We live at a website? Yeah. We're virtual. These are our virtual it was selves. A, it was a virtual move, guys. We've virtually moved. We, we still live in our same actual houses, but a virtual
1: move. Um, so the, the, we live there now, and that allowed us to get on the iTunes, so if you're listening to us through the iStore, then, you know,
0: we've made it. Essentially, essentially, we're having an open house, like, literally all the time. Like, you can 100% come of the time. to our virtual house, like, anytime you want.
1: Just be warned, though, if you walk in, there is like a forty percent chance that one of us won't have pants on, and like an eight percent chance that both of us will won't have pants on at the same time. So if you're walking around our virtual open house, beware—the content isn't uh, isn't always PG. No, no.
0: So uh, don't don't let your kids venture into our house. Yeah, it's probably not for kids. No. I
1: don't think there's anything that's too bad yet.
0: No, maybe <laughs> you can put in, like, a like a link to, like, virtual, like, free online Pac-Man or something. They can well, wall I did, away the hours. I did
1: promise at one point uh, there would just be wall-to-wall dick pics. There would just be, like, there would be a dick pic collage. Like a dick room? Yeah, just the, one of the rooms, I think, will just, instead of our Seamus White wallpaper, it'll just be
0: a dick pic background. Mm, like a like a cock chamber? Cock stall, like a That's like a, weird like dick like dick a sausage dungeon. suite. Oh, I like that. Yeah, dick dungeon, a penile penthouse,
1: dick dungeon. <laughs> <laughs> it's in the basement. It's where you go when you're sad. Um, when your brother beats you up, you
0: could go to the dick dungeon. Hope that turns that frown upside down. Wait, is that taking over my rump room? <laughs> your ass asylum. Oh, man. My butt basement. <laughs> Weird. Yeah. Whatever. Uh,
1: <laughs> Bum chamber. <laughs> I know it does not have the alliteration, but
0: it sounds funny. My, uh... Poop deck. My booty bathroom. I don't know. This has gone on way too long. So, yeah. we're done the move. Come to our open house, tugboat.ca think? Is that the, the tugboat. The tugboat. Don't forget the the, because tugboat was taken. <laughs> I checked. Yeah, no, this is the tugboat. Yeah, it's not any tugboat, it's the tugboat. The tugboat. So, uh, perfect segue, it's Masters Weekend. Masters Yee-haw! Week. Woo! Uh, I, uh, Cheese loves golf. He really does. So much so that he just referred to himself in the first person. Uh, just, just loves golf. Played a lot of golf growing up. That was like one of my main sports, and that's what we're talking about today. We're talking about organized sports for youth and that impact that it has on you for the rest of your life, as well as your childhood in general. So uh, we're just kind of like, just kind of jumping in. We're just going to talk about like, hey, what are some like benefits to this? What are some like maybe like downsides to it? Because um, I don't know what other people's experiences were, but typically when it comes to competition, there are not always positive.
1: COMPETITION!
0: Yeah, like unless you're like a Usain Bolt or like Michael Phelps and you just like dominated from the ground up, you you know.
1: Wait, his name isn't Insane Bolt?
0: No, it's Usain. Oh. He insane, but Uh Usain. Uh-oh. Usain, I insane. (laughs) I don't know why he's like a... (laughs) A (laughs) crowd. Is he Lil Wayne? Yeah, no. (laughs) I'm the fastest. (laughs) Too cheap. Boo-hole to get that one. Um, Too cheap. The bougie. Um. So yeah, talking about that. Um, big, I don't know. I think there's a lot to be said about, about team sports, or not even just team sports, but just sports as a youth. Just lots of good stuff that can happen with it. For me, I think that
1: kids should do team sports. I, uh... You know, and people will badmouth religion, and we don't do religion here, but...
0: <laughs> yeah, that's... That <laughs> no, no, relates. hold on, hold on. Okay, I got okay, a, okay. a direct... Sports is a religion? There's a, religion. a factor here. Okay. Um,
1: so, you know, you send your kids to church until they're, like, eight, and they get that kind of moral basement, that like moral carpet fiber yeah, 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 laid like down, and then uh, and then you pull them out of there before things get, like, fully ingrained, but yeah, yeah. you get that, you know, it gives them a sense of right and wrong. Team sports for kids gives them the you know ability to teamwork, some basic social skills. Um, sometimes they win, sometimes they lose. Learn how to deal with those things one way or the other. You know, and navigate there's, there's, the rules. Yeah. There's some uh, some goods, uh, some bads, some uh, great, some gross. You know, there's a the whole spectrum of things, but. I think that that's it, it, it's where you learn some of those uh, key uh, things, factors, and uh, skills and skill sets as yeah. a well, no, child like when just, you're impressionable.
0: Just, yeah, just re- resume worth like stuff that's worthy of a resume. Like, um, when did you work with others to reach a common goal? You could always be like, well, on my job, PB 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 championship. Yeah. You know, we wanted to win the the NOHAs, and you know, we got together as a team, and we, yeah, we, we accomplished it for or didn't. Event, you know, I didn't make Petersons. So yeah, no. I didn't get to play for the NOHAs. I did. <laughs> wow, well, well, Lottie, freaking dog. All the ticked out because I, I wasn't from town. I did. Uh, oh, yeah. It was. Yeah, we can talk about politics because that always. That's like basically that's your first. So, so far, we brought up religion. Now we're going to politics. We are grown up, but seriously, that is like probably one of your very first experiences with politics is within the sporting community. It's true. Because even in schools, like, you can get a little bit like, oh, I taught your dad and he was a dick, so I'm going to treat you like a dick. Yeah, it's more kind of like of a, stuff, a social
1: hierarchy in school, like, amongst the kids, I think. Uh, but for sports, yeah, you can, you get, you get that thing. So, It'd be like well there's only one spot left and there's my kid and then this other kid is pretty good and like you know malleable and, and coachable and but my kid likes this kid better or, like but comes my, over for play but dates. my kid is um from my loins and it would be convenient for me to go to the games of, of the team i coach and yeah. also have my kid on that team rather than have to go to a
0: separate thing or send his mother and yeah. It wouldn't be right for him. And, you know, like slap a C on him to give him some confidence because that's what it stands for. Uh, he got an <laughs> A the next year, I think. For effort? Um, for awesome?
1: Affectionate? Assistant. Um, accusatory? Yeah. <laughs>
0: accusatory. <laughs> that's about it. <hearing>. Awful. <laughs> yeah, probably. He thinks it means assistant captain. Oh, awful. Always going to be on the team. <laughs> I've labeled him. He's awful. Just so the other team knows. <laughs> I thought it was like Abercrombie. I thought it was like those jerseys were made by Abercrombie. It was just a label, or he yeah. was an adulterer. <laughs> awful.
1: <laughs> Older kids and people like my eight. God.
0: Basically, all we know is that oh, Tugboat and Cheese, if we ever have kids that play in team sports, we are just... They'll be adulterers. Uh, basically, we are going to be on the con side of, <laughs> we're going to be on like the, the non-benefits of, of kid sports and stuff like that. How does adulterate fit into adulterer? I don't understand that. Oh, it's like the going rate that you get, you charge for being an adulterer. Oh, the yeah, adulterate. It's adulterate, yeah. Okay, I yeah. got it. So, uh, yeah, you talk about, I guess, like that, the the resume, the stuff like the the teamwork skills, the social skills, like you're with a bunch of kids your own age. Um, You learn to sort of navigate, uh, you know, how to hang out with those kids, how to deal with conflict, like. I guess using hockey as an example because we're we're from Northern Ontario, Canadian. Yeah, Northern Ontario, um, and like you just you know your your line mates not passing you the puck as much as you'd like that kind of stuff. Like you kind of deal with that. You can either passively aggressive, just kind of like shoot pucks at him in practice, or or
1: just do the old Vilnord move where you just yell hog
0: repeatedly until he passes <laughs> to you, whether you're open or not. Yeah. Hog,
1: hog, hog, hog.
0: Yeah, or you can have like a real serious like. You know, Wayne Gretzky, the greatest hockey player that ever lived, he had more Mano. assists than goals. I think you now uh, you should probably just call him Dustin Johnson's father-in-law. <laughs> he's D- not the great one anymore. Masters week, yeah! DJ's dad. <laughs> uh, DJ does way more cocaine than the great one. Anyways. What's your opinion? Um, it's fact. And then, <laughs> um, so yeah, as so you learn to kind of deal with that conflict. Um and you also learn to deal with sort of the ups and downs that come within sports, like this winning or losing. It's competition. Well, well, we did. Yeah, I was gonna. That's exactly what I was gonna say. Is that at one point you did.
1: Now everybody is a winner, and everyone just for participating gets a trophy and all
0: those other Bill Burr comments that you never watched. Yeah, and and honestly, talk about like uh, it's just different. No better, no worse. Just just different. It's
1: yet to be seen. Because I'm old and have the old man mentality, anything new is obviously worse, so this new way of doing it where you reward everyone and make sure kids have self-esteem, it's got to be worse, because it's new.
0: It's new, yeah. yeah. Yeah, like, unlimited confidence, like, just, like, you're so sure of yourself that it's just, like, you're no. Just, to every
1: me, you're, it's better to have that kid get a taste of failure when he's little, like, maybe plays for Earlton, and they lose 25 nothing, and it's... Totally t- totally humiliating. Okay. Well, let's
0: let's look at... Okay. Well, let's look at this. Humiliating. Okay. Totally uh, humiliating. And he's just completely reverted back into childhood self. <laughs> you going to put some water <laughs> in the uh, mouth hole. It, it's a way to deal with it. So, like, you're going to have your success. You're going to fi- uh, have your failures. As a kid, you're going to have your own experiences with that. But you're also going to have your own parents or like a coach or something who's going to deal with it in their particular way. So you're getting this sort of like couple different perspectives. So you could have basically a terrible experience with failure, but then if your parent or coach deals with it in an appropriate way, that's really helpful. That can kind of set you off on a good path in the future. It's like, you know what? Cheese, you didn't make the team this year. Essentially, you weren't what we were looking for. You weren't good enough these are the areas you need to work on, you work really hard, we'll take a look at you next year, kind of thing, fa- like that. Or you can just, like, completely rip into a kid, and being like, well, you didn't make it, because you suck. Yeah, but that's, there's failure to
1: be dealt with there. So, yeah. the, the way the kids are, let, let me paint you a picture with a horsehair brush. Kids now, they don't have failure. Everyone's rewarded, they all win. You do that your whole life. You get to university, like, they don't we talked about in the education podcast. Mm-hmm. They don't fail kids anymore. Everyone goes through so there's no failure. There's no I wouldn't say there's no adversity, but there's no adversity from that. You've never experienced like being told no and then you get to the job market after university and there's no jobs for you. How do you deal with that? Cuz you've been told you're great. You've never lost at anything. You've been good your whole life and then all of a sudden you get into the real world which is still a dirty, angry place. Yeah. And somebody says, actually, uh, you're not qualified for this job. Thompson back there is far more qualified, so we're going to go with them. You don't have the practice going through life of having lost the championship and feeling that disappointment, having missed out on something because your parents couldn't afford it, or some, some situation where you had to deal with that those Yeah, so
0: you're saying, like, if you're So you,
1: you could just lose it and just become a homeless person yeah. that plays the
0: bongos poorly downtown. So your argument, wrapping up, like, your argument is just saying that, like, the way it used to be, there was a winner and a loser, and then you would have to deal with that in some way. You would experience the failure, and experience yeah, no, the success. No
1: team won every time or lost every time. There yeah. Is, you got to do both.
0: Yeah. And then you're saying that nowadays everybody gets a prize, so like when they get out into the real world, if they ever meet any adversar- adversity, yeah, we're anniversary. S- we're setting anniversary. these kids up to be destroyed by anniversary. So you, you think that, yeah, so like they don't know how to prepare so they, they kind of just go out there and then they're like lost when they, they, they don't know how to overwork it so they're just going to completely like self implode and, yeah, and fail kill and themselves, move back in with, with their parents or something move like that move into the basement
1: into the butt basement and then just get an alcohol problem
0: mm. smoke start smoking cigarettes outside on the walkout patio but again you're looking at like you know that no that's very possible and it's a very it's a very, well, it like, won't that's happen a very logical case, that's what I'm poor. saying so it's like what is the benefit, like, what are you protecting them from, like, if they do get, like, that constant reinforcement or whatever, that sort of, like, no, you're, you're good, they're just, whatever, basically, it's kind of like, uh, like, if you break up, I don't know, this is probably more in the case of, like, females, or just, like, you break up with them, and it's like, you know what, like, they're missing out, because you're a great person, like, they're, they're on the losing end of this deal, that kind of, that's basically how we're treating the kids, it's just sort of, it's like... You're better off for having not been chosen, or something like that, or fate. I don't know. Thomas Wayne said, "Not a philosopher." I'm talking
1: Batman's dad. Said, "Bruce, what do we do when we fall down? We pick ourselves back up." Uh-huh. So if you miss that lesson in your childhood, look at Batman. Let's take a let's take a, a quick glance because we don't have time to dig into it, but batman learned that you know he felt that adversity he fell down the well he couldn't get out he failed and his dad came down on the rope pulled over however it happened in various versions pulled him out and taught him the lesson what do we do when we fall down bruce we pick ourselves back up so when bruce doesn't get that job at 25 he knows you pick yourself back up whereas you know, Monty Millionaire, or Richie Rich, didn't learn that lesson, and then the first time they get a major failure in their life, they don't know to pick themselves back up. They, they just take just revenge out it. on the... Yep. They, they get bitter and angry and get a crappy entry-level job and hang around the water cooler spreading lies about their co-workers, probably. Mm-hmm. It's, you know,
0: okay. it's a classic tugboat. Okay, so yeah, so you're saying without that failure, they're not learning how to pick themselves back up. Now, I'm just saying without the the winning and losing in team
1: sports for kids, they're missing out on uh, those life lessons. Okay. Potentially.
0: And even like increased joy when they do actually reach their goal because you it's well deserved a, you and you know that kind of stuff. You earn. Yeah. So then on the other hand though, is like what kind of like cons are there to to failing or being like quite crappy like having some pretty poor experiences
1: like like say you try to get into fencing and you're just terrible at it like Mm. you love you you like the idea of it and it's something you want to do and you try it and you're just bad at it and you're not the kind of person that you know like dj's father-in-law where you just you have the work ethic and the the determination and drive that you're gonna do it you just you do it and you fail and you're like okay well i'm gonna try something else and then you try gymnastics and you're awful at that. So, yeah. so far, two sports where agility is pretty crucial and you yeah. failed at that. So, maybe you try something else where agility isn't necessarily important. You, you try bowling. And you put your fingers into the bowling ball wrong and you're terrible at bowling. You bowl like a, I don't know, 60. You're quitting a lot here. And, yeah, so you just, you keep failing at things and quitting and then eventually the thought creeps into your mind... Like a slow fog down in a valley creeps right in and says You're not good at anything. You're awful. You're a terrible person. You don't fit in anywhere. So then you just start like wearing black that's what, every day. Yeah, that's what fog sounds like, by the way. Yeah, fog always whispers. If fog was a person. Just that's why fog horns are so loud. To just... Shut up! Yeah, it has to be the opposite <laughs> of... Because fog's just like... Bring it, block their vision. Yeah, and then really Foghorns are like, Hey, guys. <laughs> <laughs> That's all it says. He's basically Sloth from the Goonies. <laughs> yeah. do you guys. Which I still never watched. <laughs> That's what Foghorns were based on. They... Fun fact, they never Suck had, the they never had f- Foghorns before that movie came out. It was always lights. Oh my god. Like, light, lighthouses and lighthouse keepers. That was his job. They were obsolete after the Goonies. Yeah, that's because how... Because
0: Foghorns did all the work. That's how Sloth, like, made his living for the rest of his life. He wasn't a smart guy, but Did man, you see him in
1: any other movies? Nope, he was just, like, around San Francisco in the Bay Area. Hey, you guys. Hey, hey, guys. Hey, guys. As he got older into puberty, it got deeper.
0: Hey, hey guys. Ooh, that anyway, would be a different. Different line if he cracked during it. There's a tangent. Um. So. Uh. Yeah. So you just like you're not fitting in anywhere, and that can be like quite damaging because I mean, kids, you know, to fit in, in most cases, it's going to be based on ability. That's kind of what happens a lot. So you're going to be like, "Oh man, you suck. Why do you even show up? Yeah. You suck. Why yeah. do you even show up? I've been on both sides of that. Yeah. Get it together. Or like you walk into the, the dressing room and every you can just see in everyone's face, they're just slightly disappointed that you showed up, like they were hoping that you, you know, were not feeling yeah, good when I, when or When I played midget hockey
1: there was a kid that <laughs> he was uh, he was too young but we didn't have that many players. Yeah. So he would like come and it was mostly for the, the ice time, but all the guys hated it. and they all <sighs> went to a small high school, they're like, Oh great, uh, he's yeah. here, and then during practice they would just, like, try to hurt him so they couldn't oh, yeah. play anymore, like, really try and hurt him. Like, it, it was like Adam Banks when he got no. traded from the
0: Hawks to the Ducks.
1: Yeah, but, like, if it was, like, a super ghetto team, like, basically, like, trying to shiv him and stuff, like, Terry like Hall prison pretty rules. <laughs> Nobody got <laughs> stabbed in the Mighty Ducks. <laughs> and I'm not gonna,
0: I'm not gonna take your bait there. Mm. But, uh... Um, yeah, yeah masturbate s- joke s- there. But so anyways... Um, having that competition can lead to some like pretty crappy experiences as a kid. Yeah, it's um, the same with getting cut too. Like, I've been cut yeah.
1: several times and it is a huge bummer, especially when all your friends make the team and you get the scissors, get a little snip. Not like a, you know... What is the worst way you've ever been cut? <laughs> um, I think most of them, like it's pretty much the same whenever they're doing it. They like have an empty dressing room and there's like one or two coaches, and then usually just some, not a parent, but some, like, vaguely affiliated, like a manager or something, like, standing in the corner, like, (laughs) I assume ten years before smoking a cigarette, Yeah. but but when I was going through, they didn't do that. Just marginal eye contact. Yeah, yeah, not really paying attention, but you can tell he had been talking right before that, and then they're all wearing, like... The team tracksuits <laughs> that they needlessly have and wear around town just like yeah. in case people do not recognize their face. They're like, huh, that guy's associated with that team. Yeah. Huh, who knew? Yeah. Everybody knew. It's yeah. a small town. Yeah. So uh, they bring you in and it's always like a build up and, and like it's awful the way they do it. So oh, like, yeah. You know, you had a, you had a good camp um, and they call it that because they think this is real. <laughs> Uh, you had a rea- you had a good camp, you know. You showed a lot of hustle. Um, you really, you, s- you know, you started out at a, at a nice baseline, and then over the you know two times that we were on yeah. the ice, I <laughs> really saw a vast improvement. Uh, mm-hmm. A lot of heart, a lot of hustle, very coachable. Um, I really really liked the way you did things, and then here it comes. But unfortunately, uh, we were looking for more experience and. It's probably how kids feel when I turn them down for jobs. Yeah. Except I'm, because I've been cut, because I learned those lessons that it sucks when yeah. somebody builds you up and you're like, you're like, because I was usually like towards the bubble. Um, I mean, yeah. if you're getting cut, obviously you're, you know. Not good enough to I'm make the team or politic out, but
0: I'm basically picturing your insides being like that Yodel guy from The Price Is Right, where he's just getting built up and he's like, E-L-A-E-L-A. climbing, climbing. And then, no,
1: well, not even. It's kind of like you're kind of like, D- did I do it? And you're almost like holding your breath. You're like, did did I make it? Yeah. And then, uh, re- really full roster. Um, you know, the returning players' experience. Um, uh, so sorry but uh we don't have a spot for you this year um and then here's the classic bridesmaid thing but well, we'd like to make you an affiliated player uh, yeah you, you can get the,
0: get the call yeah. every once in a while so you just which sit is, around by your phone like a jackass
1: which no that, i wouldn't say you sit around but it's the worst when you get called up and all your friends and they all your friends are like now in this other group of friends like they've made the team uh. and they have nicknames and then you're this outside guy because somebody got hurt and you get called up and you're like they basically treat you like you know even though you're like we're I know you like we're friends yeah. all of us and they're like hey, check out the rookie over there eh? <laughs> old AP back there yeah with your like
0: 18 year olds when you're like and then like, you have
1: like your other like your real team's socks and you have to like go and ask oh them, yeah right, for yeah. the team
0: socks it's essentially like the oh. hockey sweater book like just in one instance yeah it's yeah. rough get into that book. So so would you say that in those cases like that can actually lead for people like to like as as grown-ups like it can really like scar people and it really like gives them a habit of oh I just I fail at everything. That kind of kind of deals uh yeah, what you're really, saying. You can get to the point
1: too where you know that certain things you're you know you have a low likelihood for success so you just stop trying. And yeah. even though if you had stuck with it, you know, like DJ's father you could Excel at it. You yeah, could, there could be some kind of click or shift where you realize something, or you know, you do it a little bit differently, and you like could if be, you it could be good. Like
0: if you got a trophy for participation.
1: No, I'm still against. Yeah, still so never. Yeah, I, just, I try, that try
0: that. to I try to sneak it in there to see if I yeah. could sway. And you're you just no. This is a stone stone cold the, wall. The, of the tugboat of is is denial pulling up anchor, and the little thing that you walk across to get on boats. Sometimes it's called a gangway. Really?
1: Gangway plank. Yep. Look it up.
0: A Don't gang- look it up. A neither. gangway plank. That sounds like just gangway.
1: The gangway. It's. A, it sometimes has railings. It used to just be a plank for a lot of like old timey ships. Titanic had railings.
0: Yeah. So like some people are just climbing on the boat, and then there's just like a series of like mobsters that are like, "Yeah, this is the gangway. We're gonna well, go yeah. up on the gang." Yeah. It's for the gang, gang to
1: get onto the the gang. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's their way to get onto the boat. Cool in the game? If they took ships, probably. But yeah, and then you'd see, like, guys carrying boxes, like, unsafe loads that they're carrying. Mm. Ooh, that could be gross. Yeah. But, uh. <laughs> Ejected <laughs> They just walk across blindly. God, she felt. Those old, like, steamer ships. They're well off the water. Like, we're yeah. talking like 20 feet. Yeah. You slip and fall off there, maybe razzoo your balls on the edge of the gangway and then like do a cartwheel down into the water, spilling your dangerous load everywhere. That would just be a terrible experience.
0: So we'll never speak of it again. Um, Agreed. <laughs> um, there's just like the added piece, and this is something that like I probably preach a little bit too much and can obviously say it because uh, I don't have kids yet, so I can talk about how parents are awful. Um, oh. But... Like, uh, parents and coaches and all that kind of stuff can really do some, like, significant damage to kids depending on how they handle stuff. Like, I guess in one of my favorite movies, Parenthood, they have, what's uh, Ron Howard's uh, brother there, Clint, and he plays a dad who's just, like, all about competition, like, telling his kid, like, you need to win, you're the best one out there, like, losing is the end of the world, winning is everything, and, um... You know, just like yelling at a like a kid or at a coach, he's like, "He's got no business being out there. He sucks. He's got no business." My, my kid's the only kid who's got any talent whatsoever, and just like talking. No talk, business. <laughs> no business being out. No business. <laughs> so they just like how that can happen, or like coaches getting like just way too angry. Yeah, for, I used to. For what, like like clipboards have been thrown. I used to ref uh, minor hockey and I
1: was, I was probably four or five years older than the kids that were playing, yeah. and I've had to kick adults, like fans, coaches, out of the arena because they were yelling, yeah. they were cursing me out. I've almost been attacked by a Kirkland Lake coach at an 8 o'clock in the
0: morning game. Was he still drunk? I don't know. Yeah. But, yeah, they're, they're just, they're like animals. I thought Varsity Blues, when I saw it the first time, was a documentary because it hit the nail on the head did you ever
1: did you see Tim McGraw's performance in Friday Night Lights uh maybe where he's the dad that is just he wants his kid to win state so bad because that's going to be his only good memory for the rest of his life because that's how it is for him
0: okay and
1: he like gets he's an alcoholic and he beats the kid up and he kept fumbling the football so he comes in after the game and like kicks the girl that he was banging on the couch out, and grabs a football in front of everyone, and duct tapes it to his hands, and says, "Maybe hey, now you want football." Brilliant performance, from yeah, yeah, uh, real
0: vicarious living through. Um, yeah, we kind of talked like a little bit about like our personal experiences, but uh, I don't know. Basically, team sports, I enjoyed them. I had some good experiences with them, but I was always like, I, I did the same. I made it every other year. Like the ra- I got yeah. cut the first year because A.M. A.M. tiny but then all it does is like, you can go down to house league and then you like are one of the best people on on the team and you're like eh this is alright this is a good yeah. place to be um, but yeah getting cut it's always like I just hated the the tiptoeing around I'm just like just kind of like walk in there and be like you know what you didn't make the team you work hard next year like you'll have a chance or something I didn't like the the like kind of we thought you were, like, good, and... Shoot sure, a lot of but, hustle. Like, you know that they just don't want to say it. Like, it's just it's just an awful... Well, from their perspective, it's probably not enjoyable oh, for everyone gonna, to We're going to break this little kid's heart. It's just like, I, I don't care, man. Just just cut me I'll figure it out. Don't worry about it. Um, when I don't get... See, I, I mentioned already, when I don't give kids jobs, that I lead
1: the thing saying, hi, it's so-and-so from so-and-so company. Yeah. Um, calling to let you know that you didn't get the position and then i tell them why and then ask them if they have any questions yeah. which only once they did which is the worst yeah. yeah what could i do better
0: uh apply for a shittier job uh, like jesus <laughs> not letting you coach my kids that's for sure I wouldn't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, as the only one on this podcast with coaching experience yeah yeah and then and then I guess the other personal experiences is just like the, the mixture between, or the difference between individual sport and team sport. And I've always preferred individual sport because like, especially like golf, because the yeah. scores speak for themselves. It's like you shoot a good score, you're a good player, ba 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 whereas in where hockey, it's your, your really team sport.
1: scrappiness doesn't come into play. Yeah.
0: And then in a team sport, like this is just like super like selfish and self-centered on my part, but it's just kind of like, um, A, you don't have control of the other people on your team. And, you know, just you can play well and your team can still lose, which is kind of frustrating. And then there's also like you could feel like you're the one who let your team down. But I guess like that's part of the learning. That's like a good thing for I've been the goat before where you can literally give the other team the game. Yeah. But some screw up. Yeah. I just didn't like the politics and being like, well, how do they pick these teams? Is it because you score the most goal or get the assists? Like, no, you could put up the numbers, but then if they like a kid better, blah, 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 blah. but yeah, so uh, I, I, I thought it was great the way it worked. I didn't have a problem at all with having like winning or losing or when you don't get – like this is the one thing that I don't get is like, I, was I sad I didn't get a trophy? Like no. Like even if you participate and get a medal, like nobody cares about like that trophy or little medal. You get like a bazillion of those anyways. like. I personally did not care. I understood the whole rules of winning and losing. A kid can understand that. It's not a big deal. I think it's just the disappointment of not
1: being the champion. Like if you go through a whole tournament and then in the finals you lose. Not even a tournament, more like a league playoff scenario yeah. where the whole year has been building to it yeah. and you don't achieve your goal, there's disappointment. Yeah. But you're right, it's not tied to the trophy except for I the GRP's see- scenario with the... Winning the plunger toss, that was definitely, he wanted that trophy oh, so he could bring it around town yeah, yeah, and yeah. just yeah. rub it in
0: everyone's face. But that's the thing, is that that is the win. Like, sometimes it can even be like a yeah, piece if off. To get a silver, you're just kind of like, ah, uh, this reminds me of how I lost. You don't win silver, you lose gold. Yeah. Or if you're a team that was expected to come in eighth and then they come bronze and you're like, yeah, like yeah, it happens or in the Olympics every so once that, in a while. So that yeah.
1: happened for us when we uh, hosted, like, that was, so I had kind of two crescendos, of success in yeah. my hockey career, uh, if you want to call it that. I don't. But so just the. Did. Shut your mouth. Um, <laughs> <laughs> in midget, we hosted the All Ontario and we lost at the qualifying tournament, but we got to go to it because we were hosting uh, it. Nice. So we lost in the finals in like a really tight game. So it's kind of you felt a little bit like you belonged, but then our coaches were basically like, okay, we're going to have to change our whole, whole system because we are not good enough to be in this tournament. Oh, yeah, yeah. So we learned the trap in like a week, yeah. which worked great, and we actually beat the team that we lost against, so it made us feel like validated, like, oh, maybe we do belong. And then yeah. we tied another team, and we actually won the bronze at the tournament of five teams that we, weren't, we were only in because mm. we were hosting, or maybe six teams, I forget, but that was a pretty... That was a big deal. and It was mostly the fanfare and everything around it. Like the town came out yeah, and they yeah. play the anthem and stuff. That was neat. Um, and then the other one was in university. We uh, we won the intramural championship. That was before they split B into elite and not elite. It was just everybody together. So you had guys that were like sandbaggers that had played junior hockey and were awesome and they were on our team. And uh, that's pretty much how we won. So that was... It started out as a group of guys. We played together for two years, and then we ended up winning it eventually. So we got better and better, or kept adding bigger and bigger cheaters to our team. Not sure which, but no, it was, uh, so those are my two big successes for the tugboat. Nice.
0: Well, on the whole, I think organized sports are, are a good thing. Like, However they're going to do it, A, you get exercise, B, you learn some stuff. Uh, about life there is that big piece about the whole like you belong versus you don't belong in that case it doesn't even have to be organized sports but if you can get your kids to find something that they enjoy and they can be around like some other kids who also enjoy that kind of thing that belonging piece is like a pretty I think, pretty it's, big a, deal. I think it's a fine line to, to get to that point so you have to
1: you can't force your kids to do it but you have to encourage them strongly because yeah. if you loved playing softball in the summertime it's probably okay for you to strongly encourage your kids to play softball. Yeah. And, you try know, it through either genetics or upbringing, if they hate it and you can see that they hate it, don't force them to do it. Like, maybe say, well, give it another try two or three times, and then after that... Six or seven. Yeah. And, and, then, and then by times, I mean
0: summers. <laughs> um, and, and, yeah, and then I think one of the big things that they say with it as well is applauding the effort, encouraging them through the effort, not the result, because that's where that's going to like fulfill you in life. When you're going to hit roadblocks, if you're like trying pretty hard and you don't give up, that's going to give you basically every 80s montage song ever made. That's what's going to kind of get you through those moments. Um, but I think, like, getting rewarded for, for your goals is, like, good as well. So, I don't know. I just... Yeah, I, yeah. Think, I think there's... And, and that's a parenting thing, too,
1: is... Which neither of us have experience at. But no. to so, try and... You want to reward their personal performance. But at the same time, you have to make sure that they also understand it's a team sport. And they can't just, like, basically see themselves as above the team. And I don't know if you can speak to that. Because you said that you kind of, you did your thing, and if the team won or lost, that was secondary, as long as you felt you had a good performance. Yeah, like, put out the best effort yeah, that you possibly you just have to make could. sure that the kid doesn't co- become kind of conceited. Yeah. Which well, is it's
0: rare. It's a pretty, it's a Unless the kid's awesome. Well, that's the thing, it's different when you're, like, really good, and you go, the rest of the team, like, oh, you lost it for me, that yeah. kind of thing. You lost it for yourself. Exactly. Whereas, that it wasn't even a player. <laughs> whereas the difference is just, like, uh, you know, putting in your best effort, but just kind of detaching from the fact that, like, the outcome doesn't matter quite as much as like, what you put into it, and that's, I just guess, kind of how I live my life, so I don't know. Cool. Okay. That's about it. We're out. We welcome ourselves back. Yeah, we did it. Welcome back! We did it. Yeah! Um, and we'll be back with another conversation in the near future. So you can find us in the iStore, or you can find us at TheTugBoat.ca
1: Perfect. All right. Good night. Peace.